Okay, so I had a legitimate question that I argued with my family. Mm-hmm. Is think? Star Wars science fiction? All right, think about it during the intro. Welcome to Entertain This, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games, where we talk about random stuff and argue amongst ourselves and sometimes with our family members. My name is Hayden. With me, I have Mitch and Tom. And today, we'll be discussing a menagerie of things. That's a big fancy word you can Google in your own time. Menagerie. Um, but before we get into the nitty gritty, like is Star Wars a science fiction? Let's talk about our social media, Mitch. We have entertainthispodcast.com, which will take you to Entertain This Facebook group, which is Entertain This Podcast. We have our page, which is Entertain This! Exclamation point. We have our Twitter, which is inter- at this.entertain. We have our Patreon, which is patreon.com, entertain underscore this. We have our Twitch which our Twitch and YouTube, which are Entertain This! Exclamation point. And we have a TikTok, Entertain This! Exclamation point. Yeah. yeah. All, yeah. Uh, all those words, but you can go to the website. Go to every... Yeah. Medium of social and just type entertain this. If you go to entertainthispodcast.com, you can click a link to any of those things. So uh, I got punished, but before we talk about the punishment, Tom, is Star Wars a science fiction? I could say it's yes or no. Okay. Or it could be construed as like space fantasy, but it, you could make an argument for science fiction. Okay. You, you could it, it's pretty, it cuts that dual yes or no. line. Yes or no. I'll say no just to play that advocate. Mitch. Well, after thinking about it, I would actually have to say no because there's no real theoretical thing other than just make believe science. Bam. Mitch nails it on the head. Yeah. There's no science fiction is categorized as something based in a reality with science elevating it, fictional science elevating it to a like like Blade Runner. Yeah. An idea of androids or whatever that replace humans living in a world that's so advanced in our future mm-hmm. where that could be possible. Star Wars doesn't even take place in our reality. It's no. in a galaxy a long time ago. far, far I away. mean, maybe in many, many years from now, they'll come up with ideas that could produce some of the stuff they do in Star Wars, but at the moment, there's nothing I mean, the possible. biggest thing like Star Wars shows is like, you know, light speed yeah. travel, the, which, is, which is very lazy. And all it is is a button press. Yeah. I mean, I think Star Wars is closer to Harry Potter than it is to, like, Star Trek, all right? It's space wizards yeah, it's and space nonsense. Magic. That's all it is. I mean, they do have the robotics, which I could see us getting that eventually close, but... Yeah, but they don't have any explanation, anything grounded to explain how the, dro- the droids work and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and all those nerds out there that are, like, pulling their hair out, screaming at their radios about how wrong we are, one thing you should know is George Lucas himself said... That is science fantasy, not science fiction. Yes. But if you disagree with us, you can go to entertainthispodcast.com and tell us why. No, Bet you no, won't. No. <laughs> Bet you won't. Yeah, you're scared. Disturb. You're scared to argue you with wuss. us. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. So, last episode, Hayden lost his uh, trivia his trivia challenge to to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me. Yeah. What, what, we, uh, what was the topic? <laughs> what was the topic? <laughs> <laughs> what was the topic? It was, oh, yeah, the... 
uh, movie thing. Movies described bad. Oh, movie, poorly. movie titles explained poorly. Uh, so I beat him. I vanquished my opponent. You just know all the poor descriptions for movies, Tom. So there was a, there was a lot. Me and you just sat there like, uh, <laughs> and then he gave us a hint, stuff. and it was who could press a button faster. Yeah. But the, his original punishment was Black Scorpion, the first movie, the 1995 right. film. Could not find. Could it. not find it to save his life. So my backup punishment, which I've had since we started this show, was Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. It was a bad movie. Hated. Take it away. It was, it was a bad movie. <laughs> As he rubbed his head like, ah. Uh. Right, I fell asleep. I fell asleep like eight times watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was so dumb. It was just people talking and, and like having the dumbest dialogue. Like they'd talk about travesties. Like, oh, you know, the, the ocean is, it, there's a sequence of terrible events. And then somebody would be like, Hurricane Katrina, right? And they'd be like, exactly. You're like, what? What? <laughs> what does that have anything to do with the ocean? I mean, I get the hurricane. Came. I don't know. That was a poor analogy. It, like, all they would do is they would just regurgitate something that might make sense mm-hmm. to some idiot out there that watching the movie, and you know, they'd be like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah." I've so. seen this movie as well, <laughs> like in its entirety, on the Sci-Fi Channel when it came out. Yeah, and let's get one thing straight: who does not know what a megalodon is? Is there anybody out there that does not want to know? It, it was bigger than Megalodon. We have a That's Jason why. Statham movie named Meg. Yeah. <laughs> it was bigger than Megalodon. That no, was no, they the said it was a Megalodon. They call it Mega Shark. Yeah, they call it Mega Shark because... It sounds cool. They they know that their audience is too stupid to know what a Megalodon is. <laughs> you know? Anybody that watches this... Is really this the bit where it opens where, like, the shark and the octopus are frozen? Yes. And then, like, they blow up some stuff on accident. I, and I'll like an explain. Earthquake. There's some girl. She stole a submarine... I don't know. She's in the ocean, and some dude flying a helicopter drops this sonar thing into the ocean. She's watching the whales. The whales pick up on the sonar and just suicide themselves into a glacier (laughs) and break the ice where a megalodon and a giant octopus are frozen in combat for millions of years (laughs) in this ice. Okay? And for so whatever reason, the helicopter pilot crashed and died. He was just like, oh, my God, and died. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what does that have anything to do with what's going on underwater? <laughs> You're flying. <laughs> he just was a terrible pilot, I guess. But um, so you think, like, the submarine with the girls that's in it dies. She's like, she explodes or whatever. But they cut away. They go to some oil rig in Japan, and a giant octopus eats it, <laughs> blows it up. So whatever the shark and the octopus were doing, they just decided to stop and go wreak havoc on the world. <laughs> and then the girl shows up, and you're like, wait, is that the same girl? I thought she died. No, she's still alive. She's getting fired from her job for stealing that submarine. And uh, she, <laughs> That's just, all? she just acts like she didn't see anything under under the water. I she didn't see some 5,000-foot shark. <laughs> shark and yeah. a giant octopus. They're like, hey, we need you to come to look at this whale that washed up. And the whale got chewed up by a shark, and she pulls out like a tooth and she does the measuring decides this tooth is 11 feet <laughs> wide. That's a big shark. And, uh, <laughs> thanks for that analysis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so whatever the Japan gets involved, they're, bef- they, they become friends. They decide to go fight the shark in the, in the, uh, the octopus in submarines. And fisticuffs. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, a random airplane's flying. <laughs> <laughs> the best scene ever. And this, this flight stewardess is really into people about making sure their seat trays are up. <laughs> and their feet are in the upper. <laughs> <laughs> when all of a sudden a shark just goes, Meow! and eats the airplane <laughs> right out of the sky. You know, that came out of nowhere. I feel like at some point they're like, because this is 90 minutes on the second, you know. <laughs> 
we got to find something to fill time. I feel like at some point they're like, well, crap, we're, we're short. Let's make something happen. You see the same battle between the shark and the octopus where they're, like, they're grappling each other like 15 freaking times <laughs> in this movie. It reminds me of Monty Python where the dudes run up the hill 30 times. You but know? they did that to be funny. To be funny. This is, this is them. Serious. This is them trying their best. Is this the one where they give him like the special underwater guns? No, all it is is a submarine, and they, they shoot these little missiles that are CG, and then they, they pop. They look like uh, snap-its from, like, fireworks <laughs> and stuff like that on the, sh- on the shark. So it's not even phased by it. It's just a little bubble. And then all the people in the submarine are like, yeah, we got him. Like, no, obviously he did. He's not even slowing down by that. It's like, do you still not have him on sonar contact? Yeah, yeah another thing, that was like the, 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 they chase one of them. They don't know which one it is, and they're like, you know, what is it? I don't know. We're too far to tell. You see an obvious octopus, like, floating across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, come on. I'm not a sonar specialist, but I can see that that is an octopus. Or a zoologist. <laughs> yeah. It's like a marine biologist. They're just like, that's it's it's either specter or it's an octopus. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, their, their, their logic is we have to kill the shark and the octopus because if we own the ocean, we own the world, which is BS because we could just the first rule over it. the first rule of our of, of military campaigning is you own the air you yeah. own the land that's that's how that goes there's no sea owns the air whatever <laughs> anyway um but uh yeah it was dumb and uh they, they decide that they can't kill it with their conventional weapons so the only way is to try and pit them against each other to have them fight right and, but then you're still gonna have one of them. I don't know. <laughs> He'll they, be tired. <laughs> at the end of the movie, you see the octopus grappling the shark, and they just, you know, dive into the black abyss of the ocean, and that's the end. Until movie two. Oh, yeah, there's, like, mega shark versus crocoid or like something. Like mega crocodile or yeah. something. So this is a really poorly ripoff of, like, the Godzilla franchise. That might be the one where so, they have the super secret weapons that they issue the guys. I think it's to fight the crocodile thing. But they're Nerf yeah. long shot rifles that they spray painted black. <laughs> and you can see it says Nerf. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this was uh, made by a company called Asylum, and they're known for mock but- buster movies where, like, Transmorphers. Yeah. Instead of Transformers. Yeah. So um, this was uh, written and directed by a guy named Ace Hanna. That's obviously not his real name, which no. is Jack Perez, if you want to, you know, find him and ye- yell at him, whatever. That's his real <laughs> find name. Find him and yell at him. Uh, <laughs> but Ace Hanna, he, he knew it was probably going to be a bad movie, so he made up a fake name for it. Um, 90 minutes on the on the dot. They shot everything in 12 days. That's for this whole movie. Does it look like it? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a like, you know, that was a terrible take, but they were like, whatever, we got We don't have time. <laughs> Keep going. My favorite part is when, for some reason, because the scientists, that those are the main characters. So whenever they're not being eaten, they're like doing science stuff. They're just pouring Kool-Aids into different beakers and whatever. <laughs> and the camera will be like really close up to one person, and he's like, Pouring some grape drink into some blue drink, you know, very, very intently as close to, to make the camera go. Yeah, and then like, and then our guy will just like put his face like really slowly, <laughs> like intently, like they're waiting for it to explode together. And you're just like, whoa, where did that guy come from? Personal space. Yeah. While, while your explanation was great, the fact that you were going cross-eyed while doing it made it funnier. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was the tension. It was just building. <laughs> just like, I got to get the exact milliliter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was stupid. There was a lot of that. 
this like really forced awkward uh, romance between the main character and uh, some dude from Japan. <laughs> yeah, and uh, what's funny is they start kissing. And, like, there's an Irish guy who was in the Navy SEALs for some reason. <laughs> we got to kill this shark. Yeah, it's just like terrible Irish accent. It, it was like Sean Connery trying to do Russian. But uh, he's in the background just, like, watching them make it. <laughs> like, somebody didn't tell him to, like, get off the camera. Like, he's just, just like, a creepy stare. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you do, guy? <laughs> he's mastered the art of being so completely still in Irish you can't see him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I think... I mean, I know this movie was never meant to be great, but I think they tried to make this movie as good as they could, you know, and they tried to take it seriously. Which is worse. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And if you, like, I think a really good round of trivia one day would be Asylum movies and what they're spoofing. Well, not spoofing, but, like, ripping off of. Here's the title. What are they making fun of? Yeah, exactly. But they're not, they're not, they're trying to be serious. They're just, what they're trying to do is they're trying to con people who go to Redbox or something like that. And they think that they're getting Transformers, but they're accidentally getting Transmorphers or something. You know, like, that's that's their goal. It's, like, the sh- stupidest, you know, but they make money enough to make more, like, 30 freaking movies. That's so, <laughs> yeah. At least they're successful. Uh, in, in, a, in a crappy way, like, screw you, weird <laughs> asylum industries. Um, what would you rate this film? That's the thing is, like, they know it's a bad movie. Uh-huh. They don't care that it's a bad movie. So it's kind of like their goal is achieved because it spawned multiple sequels. I, I guess I'd give it a three. You know, I mean, it's definitely not for me. I don't. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. But they set out with a marketing goal to steal you of your money, and they did it. Mm-hmm. You know, because for some reason people watch this movie. Well, it's like the, the Sharknados, they have like eight of them, but people, for some reason, like it's to like, watch It's those. like a cult film now. Yeah. But see, I think Sharknado knows that it's not real, and it, they do it tongue-in-cheek to spoof, and they don't take themselves seriously. But not originally. Yeah. I don't think the first ones were like that. I think the yeah. first ones were like these movies. Yeah. So you wouldn't recommend this movie if somebody's like, hey, what's a movie with a shark fighting an octopus? I mean, is there other movie? I mean, I'm sure there is. <laughs> there has to be. <laughs> this uh, is a genre, didn't you know that? I mean, I would I would ask this. I would say, do you want to take it seriously, or do you just want to like be like, what are these stupid people doing, and laugh at them? You know, because it's not a it's not a comedy. <laughs> it's not, but it's, you can't help not. but laugh. Yeah, it's 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 terrible and hilarious that it's so terrible. I want this movie, this premise redone, but directed by Neil Brain, starring Neil Brain <laughs> as the shark. See him wearing one of like the baby shark suits. <laughs> well, standing behind an aquarium. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a there's a plethora on us on this asylum. Um, yeah, I I think I'm gonna save it for a trivia because I have trivia next, right? Yeah, you'll be up next. Okay, we're gonna do what are these? This, don't look up asylum stuff. All right, I'm, I'm, all right, don't cheat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, if not, I'll, I'll I'll switch it up last on last second. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's a it's a three. Uh, I looked it up, and some of my favorite reviews were because um, I guess people like have gone insane. People <laughs> like le- legitimately tried to review it, and um, it was hard. Like legitimate re- people, like critics and stuff. Uh, release and reception. Let's see here. Got an 18% approval on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.34 is the average score. Um, Peter Whittle of the Sunday Times gave the film one out of five stars, considering it unwatchable. (laughs) 
almost unreviewable. <laughs> this stupid monster movie makes the Bela Lugosi swan song Plan 9 from Outer Space look like a masterpiece. <laughs> Which we all know that is not true. Um, Philip French said, the risable special effects and the clumsy acting recalled not Roger Corman productions. Uh, Roger Corman was the guy who did Black Scorpion. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. there we go. We, Poor guy. We, we made it full circle. Four people that yes. work with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the ineptitude of Ed Wood. Wow. <laughs> the ineptitude of daft, Ed Wood. plain daft. <laughs> That's just all one guy said. Uh, somebody said spectacular stunts. All right. <laughs> he was a paid actor. He was a paid critic. He was the stunt coordinator. <laughs> so, Bill Gibran of Pop Matters, if you know what that is, gave it an 8 out of 10, saying schlock may be an acquired taste, like caviar, faux gras, and Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> and Arby's. <laughs> but it's hard to see how anyone wouldn't enjoy this extremely tacky dish. <laughs> All right. You did not enjoy that extremely tacky dish, not. sir. I guess I'm more of a caviar kind of movie guy. I don't know. <laughs> so... Yeah, I give it a three. I mean, you know, it wasn't over the top. It, it was stupid. They got the military guy with the ponytail for some reason. Like, stuff like that. Why is that always in a movie? What's going on with that? Stop Stop with the Steven Seagal. It's a real thing. And they, That's where. They, dudes in, like, like uh, you know, full co- combat, you know, gear with their M16s from the 80s. And they have, they have like, the Matrix glasses for, for some reason. Not aviators, but, like, something they found at Walmart. Or something like that. Something they could buy wholesale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and those guns, they, they weren't 1980s M16s. Those were just airsoft guns they bought. And Probably. <laughs> Spray-painted the orange tips black. All right, I'm done talking about that. All right. So no we had movies. Watched. I had movies. I watched the Liam Neeson hit The Ice Road. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It came out. <laughs> what, Liam, uh, Liam Neeson goes punches Ice Road. It came out like <laughs> six days ago. <laughs> Where's my daughter? <laughs> I want my family back. <laughs> Just so, beating up wolves and this movie, like I was sc- looking for a movie to watch, and I was like, I'll go to Netflix because I haven't, I've done pretty much Amazon stuff recently. And it's like you know the new movies, and I'm going through, and I get to his, and like the trailer, you see just like a dump truck falling down like a mine, and it's so poorly done with CG, and I was like, <laughs> Liam Neeson, The Ice Road, this bore CGI. This is the movie. Yeah, I'll it say, was not good. I'll say I watched the first ten minutes. And it was the part where the dump truck's moving. Yes. And you could tell, you know. The it, wheels were spinning and you were watching, like, stuff fly out. But you couldn't see it hit the ground. You know. You couldn't see, like, the truck. It didn't look like the wheels were even touching. The, the old school, the old school like, Scooby-Doo cartoons mm-hmm. where, like, they're, inter- they're walking around and you can tell what environment they're about to interact with because it's a different color yeah. than yeah. the background. That's what that was with the <laughs> CG. Yeah. You're like, why is all of that looking different? Oh, it blew up. <laughs> oh, it all makes sense. Yeah. So this movie, it was like the number two movie or whatever right now. On Netflix. On oh, Netflix. Wow. It was, this was a punishment movie. <laughs> you remember like um, cable only like movie releases back in the day? Yeah. Like TV were, only movies? Yeah. I think that that's what Netflix is doing nowadays. They're they just, do have some And Liam Neeson like was an executive producer for this what, film. And what I'm was like, the last why? good thing that came out on Netflix? The last, like... Like HBO quality. Well, like for movies, the movie, the Fatherhood movie, is pretty good with Kevin Hart that just came out. Oh, I didn't watch it. it I, I haven't seen all of it yet because those. it was getting late, but uh, it, it's pretty good. Okay, so I'm gonna ruin the plot for this movie <laughs> because there's no reason any sane person should re- should watch this hey, film. There could be an ice road trucker out there listening to this right. They'd now. probably watch it and go, 
What the? <laughs> what in tarnation? <laughs> However, I swear truckers Damn talk. it, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so, Liam Neeson and his brother, who's a he's a veteran, but he got, I guess, hit in the head or something. So, he's got... Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to laugh, but just started... <laughs> Let's not downplay <laughs> A wounded warrior's. <laughs> I mean, like he got. I'm assuming he hit in the head with shrapnel because if he got shot in the head, I'm assuming he wouldn't be alive. But it happens. But he has uh, somebody hit him when they were. He has a speech yeah. um, impediment now because of it. Where yeah. he like his word. He, he sounds like Yoda. He was like, no, he doesn't sound like simple Hayden. <laughs> he was uh, he, he was in the, the army band and got hit in the head with a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a mechanic. Liam Neeson's a truck driver. They've been bouncing around jobs because people make fun of his brother. And then Liam Neeson punches him in the face. Okay, his brother. Why did he punch his brother in the face? No, like, people make fun of his brother and Liam Neeson punches him. Oh, then he punches him in the face. So, so Liam Neeson does punch somebody at some point. He punches two people in the face. Nice. <laughs> like, cold cocks them. Yeah. And, like, you know, yeah, he Sucker fights punch them. Like <laughs> did you so, like the, the old man punch? You know, like, you ever seen an old guy punch where it's just yeah. like, a, a lot of elbow? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little bit of elbow. Okay. It was a little bit of elbow. So they're going through, like, that. There's the mining disaster. There's miners trapped. They have to get this equipment. They can't fly it there because it's too heavy. Where'd the it's miners like, come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that happens. It's in Alaska. There's it's, miners everywhere. No, it's in Canada. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm in, sorry. It's like North Lake Manitoba. Oh. oh. Okay. Which is funny because that's the figure Dale smokes and King of the Hill. Full circle. Yeah. So it's April. So the ice roads are pretty much melting. So they contract some people. It's like high risk. Like, you know, they're... Like, all the truck drivers like, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. That's a suicide mission. Liam Neeson's like, we need money. We'll do it. <laughs> and then some, like, uh, Inuit girl yeah, named Tonto. Nuh-uh. Yes. That's her name? Or Kanto or something. Oh, I was going to say, not Tonto. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's very close. It's like two letters off, man. That's, that's terrible. So she takes one of the truck. Lawrence Fishburne's character, who, like, contracts these people, he's going. And they got their tactical redundancy where they're all carrying the exact same shit as they're going, just in case one of them goes down. How many trucks is it? Three. Okay. Brand new trucks, all this stuff, they're making their way, and then there's a dude from, like, the mining company, like an insurance claim guy. How much money are we talking? They're, like, $200,000 split between the four of them. <laughs> no way! And I'm like, I was like, that is some low-ball money. And Here's the money to replace your truck when like, it blows up like, or Is there sinks? a stipulation if what? somebody doesn't make it, like, what happens to their share? It's like, yeah, like, whoever doesn't make it, their money's split across the survivors. What is this, like, the 1960s? <laughs> I know. $200,000. So they take off and they're going. What does he pay for my house? <laughs> they take off, they're going, things are going good. They got their trucker music going. They got the little bobbleheads bobbling. And then Disaster! Lawrence Fishburne's truck, the engine freezes, it goes over. Oh, no. So they're stuck on the ice. It ain't that cold. And they explain two minutes before this that they have to drive at a certain speed on the ice to keep the ice from breaking. Because if they stop, the uh, pressure from the trucks going to the tires will collapse the ice. If they go too fast, the pressures or whatever create like a pocket that'll destroy the ice as well. So that's why they have the bobbleheads. It's speed on ice. Yeah. It's speed on ice. <laughs> we have speed. to do exactly 46 miles an hour. <laughs> was Sandra Bullock there giving no, sassy stuff? She, no, I didn't see her. Yeah. She might have been on the radio. I don't know. <laughs> so they're going. Fishburne's truck goes down. They all stop. And they're like, why are we going back? It's like, we're going to help them. It's just like, we literally just talked about this stuff with melting ice. It's April and trucks being stationary. It's like the ice will collapse. So guess what happened? They went back. Yeah, they went back. Guess what happened? The ice collapsed. The ice collapsed. Uh. <laughs> So they tie up all the trucks, and they're going to pull Fishburne's truck. And he's setting up the straps. And they, they do a quick cut shot to his foot where it looks like it could get wrapped up with the cords. 
Uh-oh. Guess what happens? The ice breaks. His truck goes down. The thing goes taut, and it snaps his leg, and he's getting drugged into the water. And it, the trucks are going down. His is already in the water. He's in the water. Like, shoulder you know, up is still visible in his hands. Uh-huh. And he's, like, holding on to the rope. And he's telling the girl to cut it because he's like, oh, we'll take the other trucks with it. And it's like you – the physics work just enough for all this weight to be pulling in these trucks on ice that were stationary where he could still be visible and tell the person to do uh-huh. the sacrifice play to, like, cut the rope and, you know, send him to his doom. I'm just they, saying, if it's wrapped around his foot, when it went tight. Oh, it, they do. They show, like, his foot is just mangled up. Like, well, it's holding on for nothing. If it's the I pressure thought it of would, two trucks, it would have just it's cut the it cable. off. Like, it should have went immediately yeah. taught and just snapped his leg off. Yeah, like, it would have just cut it off. He been drank gone. a lot of milk. So did, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bone density, did top he, notch. Did he go in the water? Oh, yeah, he died. Okay, like, so fish burn became fish, burn. fish frozen. It, <laughs> So he's fish frozen. <laughs> the insurance guy talks to Liam Neeson's character and he's like, hey, he's like, this girl I saw over by the truck, you know, she has a gun. You know, So she pulls a gun. Uh, Liam Neeson's brother disarms her. They tie her up. They put her in a truck and they're like, you know, getting stuff ready. The insurance guy all is right. not an insurance guy. All right. All right. All right. All right. So plot. Okay. All right. Insurance guy locks them up. They escape. The insurance guy's a bad guy, and their whole mission is to stop them from saving these miners for reasons completely unknown to everybody but God. Okay. The whole movie, they never explain it. Miners trapped in a mine. Time, race against the clock. Yeah. Trying to get there. Liam Neeson's got to go fight wolves to save his family and free miners. No, there's no wolves. Okay. They have to outdrive an avalanche. Okay. Somehow that happens. Something about a train going certain many miles Miles an hour. (laughs) Is... It, I was just sitting there watching it, and I'm like, this is the worst movie. All I'm right. like, this is a punishment. I've watched punishment movies that I found more <laughs> enjoyable than this. Hey, it's number two on Netflix. Okay. I, for horrible movies, don't watch it. I, I think don't. that gradient scale on Netflix is just like, we got to pump this up to the top or else nobody's going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. they like pulled them aside, and they were all like, hey, we need money. And it's like, hey, we'll do this movie. And they're like, yeah, all right. I mean, my little girl watches the Cocomelon. Like little kid stuff. Yeah. It's number 10 on Netflix. Out of everything on Netflix, it's number 10. Come on now. I mean, I believe that because every freaking kid watches that Coco Melon stuff. Yeah. So, Still. Terrible so, movie. I would give this movie a 4 out of 10. Hey, at least it beat out Mega, Mega Shark. Shark versus Giant Ox. So I, would rate, I would rate that movie higher. Nope. Yes. <laughs> nope. You got punished. He punished himself at the same <laughs> time. I, I hit punish him on purpose, and I'm just over here shooting myself in the foot. <laughs> So, a bit of news. Um, The Old Guard, they're filming a second one. Oh. The sequel's happening. I figured they would because of the comic series. Yeah, so it got greenlit. Um, They're looking for it to be released in 2022. They're uh, supposed to be starting up uh, filming and production this year. Charlize Theron will return. I think pretty much everybody's returning. She's not doing Mad Max, that's why. I wish they'd do another Mad Max movie. They are doing Mad Max. They are doing another one? Yeah, Yeah, but she's not in it. It's a... Furiosa prequel, but oh yeah, well she said she was she didn't want to do it because she's like we're going back in time. She's like I'm not going to look that young. I, I th- I'm sure there's more things involved. From what I heard, there's a lot of you know bickering on set and stuff like that. Pretty much between her and Tom Hardy, but yeah. regardless. So that movie's happening. Um, also, apparently, this has happened multiple times, which I kind of wanted to bring up. Uh, Lego set reveals potential Spider-Man No Way Home plot details. Huh. Which is one of those instances where a toy manufacturer reveals yeah. secret stuff about a film's plot that they didn't mean to. Yeah. I remember because, like, the Spider-Man 3 did that. They showed uh, the Hobgoblin villain, which James Franco becomes mm-hmm. 
as a toy before well, it came out in the movie. It's such a dangerous thing because, like, you, there's no way you cannot have your toy people work on the stuff that's coming out from the movie. They need mm-hmm. a year or whatever it is that they got it to, like, R&D it and make it possible. So, and then to have, you know, that team of thousands of people working on that concept, it's going to get leaked. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can do about it, Yeah, you know? So, uh, it's just whatever. I mean, if you if you don't care, just don't look into it. But Especially when you've pushed the movie off another year anyways. Yeah, yeah, and it's like people are forgetting about it. <laughs> so, that's happened, and that's pretty much it for news. It's been a relatively quiet week mm. for movies. Yeah, uh, Black Widow comes out next week, which by the, the time audiences will be able to listen to this. I, I know it comes out this month. I don't know exactly. Isn't it July 4th? I don't remember. Well, if somebody who could do movie news could look that up. I'm uh, <laughs> Googling it now. Well, uh, well th- this episode comes out when? On Monday the... 8th? Um, uh, July 9th. I mean, July, July 9th. 9th. Okay. okay, so it comes out. This episode will come out, and then it'll come out. Right. It comes out the... our. July 5th is... Yeah, this comes out the 5th, and then we'll do another one. That'll come out uh, next Friday. Okay, so you'll be able to listen A week to from tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, we'll probably talk about Blackwood on the next episode. This was all planned that way, right? Yeah. We'll we see. did this on purpose. <laughs> TV. All right, well, by now, it's it's not over yet, but uh, I know people have probably seen at least half of Loki. Uh, I watched the most recent episode, so I've seen four episodes. I like it better than the others. Yes. It's still not perfect mm-hmm. even though people pump it up with the ratings and review numbers it's sitting at an 8.9 out of 10 on imdb mm. i'd give it an eight because I, I really like the loki character i like the way the story's going but there's still like one of the be- draws to it is like why are we having a filler episode with only six episodes yeah that is the thing. There, there's I, no excuse for filler at that I, point i thought that these tv shows were going to have plot exposition for the mcu and there's out of all the TV shows that I've seen so far, including Loki, there's not much. Have you seen episode four? Yes. Okay. I mean, they, they do kind of hint at different things going on, as opposed to some of the others. Now, like the Wandavision introduced the Darkhold book, which is a major like magic exposition for. So the you MCU. think that those things will show back up in the movies at some point? I think the Wandavision one will show up in the uh, Multiverse of Madness somehow. Oh, okay. I think that'll with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. This one might be building towards what like the the next Avengers gathering would be for mm. for the time time displacements and stuff. Well, you, you, you would think that the Thor, whatever movie, Bubble, Thor. yeah, that one coming out might have something to do with Loki as well. It could, because um, it it has to do with time as far as like in the Loki movie they'll have Gore the God Butcher, which is a guy that he's travels through time and space to kill all the gods of the universe. Uh. So he's going to be like the bad guy. That's Christian Bell. Um, Interesting. So this might have something to do with that. I'm interested to see. I don't want to reveal what happened, but I want to know what happens after the twist from episode four. Right. Yeah. Did you watch the after credits? I was trying to was and it? got distracted while I was watching it. <laughs> this was the first uh, Loki episode that had after credits. Yeah. So. Um, I, I do like the fact that they've pretty much like, Technically, this the girl Loki is you know she's technically she's Loki, but they've referred to her, designed her character, and treated her like the the character of the Enchantress. They talk about that's her powers to enchant people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like that where she's technically a variant of Loki, but she's being used as a whole new character. Well, well, now hold on. So how much have you done any research into how much this Loki show is actually you know true to the comic? Yeah. So. 
Like, is this TVA thing a thing in the comics? It is. Okay. Um, and then, is there a variant of Loki that is a female in the comics? There's, at different times, Loki has been different, like, in the main continuity. Like, when he, supposedly, like, he dies, he came back as a kid once. He's, you know, supposedly died, came back as a woman once. Hmm. And then now he's his normal self, as far as I know. That's interesting. And if you look at the actual Norse mythology, there's some, some commonalities behind that, too. The whole... There's a scene where, like, Loki gets punished and uh, he's got to relive a, a memory over and over again. Mm-hmm. And Sif beats him up for cutting his hair. That's mm-hmm. straight out of Norse mythology. Okay. So, yeah. But, yeah, I, mean, I, I like the show. I like it much better than the other two. But it, it's still, I don't know, it seems like they're doing a lot of unnecessary things. I, I didn't like the fact that they pretty much made all of everything before this about the Infinity Stones pointless. I mean, it was the, the stones were useful in that one timeline, but then they they show them in like the the TVA. The guy's got them in his drawer. They're like, oh yeah, oh, these don't do anything. They're paperweights. Yeah, we got a million of these. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know where they're going with these shows, and I don't think that they quite understand how to scale a production for a TV show mm-hmm. because they're kind of all over the place with the uh, the tempo. You you. You're bored at some points, and then yeah. there's too much information for you to take in at other points. But, yeah, I mean, with the twist from episode four, I am interested to see where it goes. And, to, like I said, this is the one that, or the, the show that I've been the most interested in yeah. out of the, all of them so far. Yeah, I, I think, um, believe it or not, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was the worst one. I, yeah. I did not like that show. And that's the one I was looking to forward the most before it started. Yeah, just because, like, the dynamic between – Anthony oh. Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Well, I just like yeah, them. I like them a lot, but like the Winter Soldier movie was one of my favorites, and mm-hmm. the just, the the plot for Falcon and Winter Soldier was nothing. It was just yeah. the whole thing was to get Falcon the shield that he and, already had that he already had. <laughs> so they made a TV show of him giving up the shield and then spending eight episodes to get it back. Yeah. So yeah, it was just it, it was it was yeah. necessary. Dumb. Um. But yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. I, I, right now, I'd give it an eight out of ten, just because I haven't. I've enjoyed it. It's just, it just does have some slow parts. Yeah. But uh, I'll go on to my news, which I, I believe that we've talked about both of these before. But I think I have some new information on them, which uh, the Alien TV series that uh, FX is producing. Does really Scott have anything to do with it? He does. Uh, right now, it's going to be directed by uh, Noah Hawley, which or Howley, the guy from Prometheus and Covenant. But really, Scott is going to have like influence on his ideas and stuff as far as like the creative control. I guess, well, that's kind of like creative as far as like the the mythos that they use. Who was he from Prometheus? And no, he was the director. Who of those was two? No, Noah Howley. Really, Scott was the director. Well, that's not what it says on IMDb. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Fact checker, or at least the article that I read. What's this article from? Uh, it was, I think it was from Screen Rant. You're making me lose all my notes here. But uh, it says it just says Ridley Scott will be involved. Mm. Uh, it, the show will actually be based, like the. What's, what's this say right here, Tom? What's that say right there? Okay, well, I mean, you can talk to Screen Rant. I read it off of there. Directed by Ridley Scott. Oh my god! Well, you, like I said, you can talk to Screen Rant. I'm hating. I write. <laughs> I read their article, and that's what it said. All right. But uh, it, supposedly this will be based off of like people on Earth from their story and what's going on while like the alien universe is being explored. Mm. And uh, they, the article said that they're going to use Earth because it's an unexplored area 
for the entire mytho- mythos of aliens as far as like having an actual story other than just existing somewhere. Yeah, the aliens so, have never never seen an alien on Earth except for the stupid alien versus predator. Alien so it's alien. basically just going to be a bunch of executives from Wayland sitting in an well, office talking okay. about it. So that that's that's the thing. Like, do we really Scott's all for the crossover between the Philip K. Dick franchise, which is Blade Runner, or mm-hmm. do androids dream of electric sleep? Even though he's kind of coin. Uh, he's kind of uh, pigeonholed his his idea for that in Blade Runner, and he's had a little bit of influence on Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think he was a consultant for that as well. Um, and the idea of this Wayland stuff was a thing in Prometheus. Yes, right. I thought um, it, I thought they mentioned like it the in uh, Aliens, the second Alien movie. They 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 sh- they had some like background stuff. I don't yeah. think anybody ever said Wayland. Like the well, that's who they. I know Aliens. Uh, the guy from uh, Mad About You. He, yeah. Uh, he was he, sent there by their company. He was sent there by, because at that point it's Wayland Utani. Yeah. Okay. So, well, Why do I know that? Will, will, uh, will Ridley Scott can join the two? Because they're two different IPs. Yeah. I mean, they're mm-hmm. completely two different things. They're not made by the same original brains. Mm-hmm. So, for him to oversee the conjoining of those two franchises, that'd be kind of a big deal. And then also, we have a Star Wars The Acolyte. Star Wars, the Acolytes. Yeah, it'll uh, it takes place at the end of the High Republic, which is about two hundred years before uh, the Phantom Menace, and like they were talking about stuff, like they want this to be the transition of like a prequel series, I guess to explain where the Jedi, how the Jedi got to be kind of so arrogant at the beginning of the Phantom Menace, where they thought, oh, yeah, they kind of brushed off the idea of him finding Anakin. They're like, oh yeah, that's impressive, but uh. He's, it's too late for him to be used, because, or you know, he's too to bring old. in because he's too old. Or you know, when two Siths show up that they haven't seen Sith in so long, and they're they like, "Oh, yeah, years. there's two of them." Yeah, they just kind of you know brush it off to the side. But uh, they said that a lot of ideas they could kind of run with is like the Crimson Dawn, which you kind of see in Rogue One a little bit. You, you see That's um, Darth Maul and Solo. Or sorry, yeah, Solo. That's right. What is is this live action? Yes, I don't believe it. When's the last time, besides Mandalorian, they did a live action Star Wars show? Yeah, it's been promising all this live action stuff, and that what we got the Bad Batch, which wasn't even live action. No, that was the same uh, medium that they did all the Clone Wars stuff. And we're supposed to get this Obi Wan show, and it's in production though. Yeah, Yeah. they're releasing stills and stuff. We we've been talking about this show for years. Well, it's because when Disney Plus came out, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have these things." It's because Kathleen Kennedy's ruining Star Wars. Yeah, what's with that? Is she still doing stuff, or they fire her yet? I have no idea. Apparently, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are like the saviors to Star Wars. They are. They're the, they're the chosen th- ones. They're the only ones that can make anything good out of that franchise. They're the only ones that George Lucas said, like, they can continue making with their Right, name. yeah. Because <laughs> You they, guys are doing a great job. They listen, you know. They understand. They, <laughs> we didn't listen. And then, uh, lastly, I saw, like, a little small thing before I started uh, coming over the Bosch TV series that you like. They're going to make a spinoff of it. I don't know what, but they just said there's going to be a spinoff series from it. Okay. Because I think they're doing a seventh season. I don't know. I, I just know it said there's going to be a spinoff of that. I don't know it's what characters show. or anything. I just saw that title as mm-hmm. I was scrolling through some stuff. It's a good show. Good show. But that's good all show. I got. Games. Video games. Uh, I played a game called Mario Golf. I've also played a game called Mario Golf. Yeah. So have I. Uh, it came out three the days. The 25th. Yeah. Okay. A week ago. Yeah. The same day as the ice road. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was a great day for entertainment. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, now Mario Golf is pretty awesome. Um, it's it's a fun golf game for people who like golf. If you don't like golf, you probably won't enjoy it. But you'd play through it for for a friend or something like that. Then you know you, you wouldn't buy it. Um, but uh, if you do enjoy golf, you know, and like casually, yeah, enjoy, casual like you, you play putt putt once in a while. You've gone yeah. to a driving range. You remember that one really great shot you had. It's where you a, hit the golf cart that picks up the ball. Yeah, it's a great game to get a bunch of guys together and then just talk because one person's thinking at a time, you know. Mm-hmm. So you can just kind of hang out and, you know, drink beer or whatever while you're playing. But uh, it can be challenging, though. It can be as challenging as you want it to be. N- nobody mm-hmm. I've seen, and I've played probably like 30 or 40 games now, nobody has gotten anything better than a birdie yet. I've never seen anybody yeah. get a hole-in-one. Right. I came close. Yeah. yeah I came real close one I've, time. I've come close. I've hit the pin and watched it drop, like, on the precipice yeah. of falling into the hole. I just stayed there. And I'm Everybody's like, like that. <laughs> and, and, like, you can, uh, you, you can get so good in the game where you can learn all the spins, like top spin, backspin. backspin. There's super backspin. You can do, uh, you can hook it and then curve it. Then you get star clubs, which is, like, you advance a character so well, you get better clubs than what you started out with. Mm-hmm. And you get two brackets of spin in your power gauge. Oh. So you can do an S spin where you get three <laughs> to the left, three to the right, and the ball does this as it flies through the air. So you basically just do some, like, wanted nonsense. Yeah, you can. <laughs> like, you can literally, if there's, like, a line of trees, you can snake the trees. Zigzag your way in there. Um, but anyways, so uh, that that's pretty cr- cool. And there's a campaign mode where you create your little me. And you go uh, and do all these crazy challenges. And there's some of them pretty hard because there's different types of golf. There's regular golf where it's, you know, turn-based. And then there's um, speed golf. Where Which we played yeah, last night. You pick up your bag and you haul butt to get to the ball and be the first person to sink it in the least amount of strokes. <laughs> and then there's cross-country golf where you have six holes and you can go to any one of them at any time. But they're all throughout the course. And some of them are like on top of a mountain. And you have, I don't know, for six holes, you probably have 20 strokes to get it into all six holes or else you fail. And if you're playing competitively, whoever can get it in into the, all six holes with the least amount of strokes mm-hmm. wins. So, and then there's battle golf where it's like you can hit each other. Yeah, with you, the ball. you can hit, you can like knock their balls out of the way and stuff like that <laughs> and try and get into the hole first. So there's all these different kinds of crazy golf. Um, when you're coming from campaign, Doing the, the campaign stuff, they teach you all that. And then you can customize your gear, like your shirt and pants and shoes, and they all have little buffs and stuff like that. Like your ball can skid across water faster or something like that. And then you can get special clubs and customize those and things too. So it's got a fun little campaign and a lot of customizing stuff. And you run around the Mushroom Kingdom talking to, I don't know, bullet people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's always a thing in the Mushroom Kingdom. They personify clouds, <laughs> you know. Rocks. Exactly. Mushrooms. <laughs> So. It's just one giant acid trip, and they always they always <laughs> make the same noise. Err, err, err. But yeah, it's fun. Uh, my kids like it. Uh, I remember playing Mario Golf on sixty four with my dad. It was the only game that my dad liked. Um, so I'd be interested to play it with him, see if he still enjoys it. You know, twenty five years later. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, oh. if it really does transcend the ages, having my four-year-old son playing with my 64-year-old dad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I think that it's like a, I give it a solid nine. Uh, there's some people that 
don't like it as far as ratings. They give it kind of like the lower end, closer to like a six or something like that. I mean, I, I've only uh, played at the time that you brought it over here, and it was, I mean, it was the, like the tri- mostly the traditional kind of golf, the yeah. way we played it, and I still yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, I had fun playing. And then we did the speed run last night, and I beat Hayden, so that was nice. Yeah, so he liked it. He didn't like it at first when I was beating him, but when he won, he liked it. <laughs> so, yeah. Can't um, hear you, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Nine's fun. Uh, I, I'd give it a good solid nine for that game. Uh, so, there you go. I recommend it. 60 bucks, though. Yeah. These Nintendo the Nintendo games are never cheap Cheap for Ever. some reason. Like, I, I applaud Xbox and PlayStation for having fun games at, like, five to ten bucks. But mm-hmm. not Nintendo. Speaking of Xbox and PlayStation, guess who's got a deal with Xbox for a future game coming out? PlayStation? No. Nintendo? Uh, Hideo no. Kojima. Yes. Or however you say his name. That's it. Okay. So, Kojima, who works solely with PlayStation, got it burned by PlayStation. Well, not PlayStation, but by Capcom. Or Konami. By Konami. Konami, yeah. Because of Metal Gear Solid Five, They had a big falling out about that. And he kind of started his own... I can't remember the name of his company. I don't know. It might have been just like Kojima Game or something like that. He started his own uh, gaming company. And... um, it made that crappy UPS simulator game. What was it called? Death Stranding. Death Stranding. And, um, he, uh, Video games explained poorly. Yeah. He uh, he did that. It did okay. But it was on Xbox. No, it wasn't. It was PlayStation only. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's finishing that game to do a director's cut because people want that. And then... Uh, right, they want it. Daryl delivering yeah. mutated babies. Exactly. And then he's going to do a game solely for Xbox. He's got a deal with Xbox to do exclusive. So, you know, if uh, you look at Kojima's past, I'd say he's got more wins than he does misses. So, I'd give him the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, pre-order nothing. That's <laughs> I've learned from Cyberpunk. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. The game failure of the year. Yeah, alright. That's my video games news. Can I see the pen? Views. I'll allow this. Well, it's my pen. <laughs> Can I see what's mine? No. I'll tell you what's yours. So today on Entertain This Trivia, it'll be me emceeing. Mitch and Hayden will be competing in general video game knowledge because we've now hit the point where we've exhausted our areas of expertise yeah. and what the two of us could be construed as is borderline equals. Mm-hmm. So at this point, this is what we're going for. <laughs> Fire up the buzzers. The beepy noise. I got rid of the beepy noise. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't need that. You need that. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, "Can I have a buzzer?" No, no you don't get one. I get. <laughs> I get two buzzers. <laughs> I want to answer something. <laughs> You'll answer nothing. You have to go stand outside and yell. <laughs> <laughs> Did he <laughs> ask the question yet? <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. So, get set up here. Take a little bracket. The tension is palpable. It is palpable, sir. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready. Question one. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Mitch. What's your answer? (laughs) What's your answer, Mitch? You press the button. What is it? PS2. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) If he got it right. (laughs) What inspired Satoshi Tajira to create Pokemon? Marine animals? I don't know. <laughs> Just Not throwing marine out something. animals, no. Over to Hayden. Bug animals? 
like a caterpillar. There's a weird but I can't remember the name of it. Do you look, have a counter? It, it looks like a caterpie. I'm going to hold that one. Do you have a counter? I don't know. I'll give you that because it's butterflies and caterpillars turn okay. into butterflies. Okay. That's that's pretty damn close. <laughs> I, I read it somewhere. Okay. Doing a thing. Okay. Mario first appeared in what game? Donkey Kong. Correct. <laughs> I knew that and I was like. Question three. What are the paintings in Minecraft modeled after? Oh, man. Um, Van Gogh paintings? No. Uh, animals? No. I don't know. Nobody? No. Counter-Strike maps. Oh, really? Never would have yeah. guessed that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. Question four. Yeah. What? Uh, I got to restart. <laughs> okay. My bad. <laughs> you don't know? Okay. No, I don't know. What is the name of the first video game to be played in outer space? Galaga. No. Asteroid. No. Uh, Tetris. No. Pong. No. Okay. Pac-Man? No. Mario? Think a little later. Uh, Zelda. Know. No. I don't know. Metroid. No. <laughs> I'll give you one guess left each. Can you? Can Street you, Fighter. No. Can you give us a generation? I mean, it, it's sort of kind of like original Warcraft. Oh, I don't know then. Starcraft? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Do I get the point for that? You don't have to give me the point for that. You, you narrowed it down. He's winning no, pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, that, that was kind of like we're grasping at straws. Yeah, Starcraft, really? <laughs> yeah. That was the first game played in space? Yeah. I thought it would be a little more iconic of a game. Yeah. This one should be good. Buzzers are good. All right. What franchise has racked up over one billion in lawsuits? Uh, Roblox. No. Call of Duty. No. Um. <laughs> trying to think. Oh, Fortnite. No. EA. <laughs> I wish, but no. <laughs> uh, it can't be Minecraft. No, it's not Minecraft. One billion lawsuits. One billion dollars in lawsuits. It's a franchise. Like it's a, a franchise. LucasArts. No. No, that's, a, that's not a franchise. It's a developer. So, like, oh. a game. Franchise. Right. Okay, I don't know. So, Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Okay. It actually is Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take a word for it. That makes sense, because they get sued, like, every, All the every, time. every other week. They're getting sued right now, for apparently, for something. <laughs> I'm not sure. They actually did a thing where they released bad press of their stuff on purpose to pe- <laughs> for people to buy the game. Wow. It worked. This is going to be an interesting. What planet? Okay, thank you. What planet is most similar to the scalable size of the Minecraft world? Mars. No. Pluto. No. Venus. No. Earth. No. Mercury. No. Uranus. No. Jupiter. No. Neptune. Yes. <laughs> we'll eventually get a planet that works. I was like, there's only nine of them. Depending. <laughs> the side. <laughs> <laughs> I read that and at first I was like I was like huh and I was like that's big that's big uh, what video game franchise does Rooster Teeth use for red versus blue Halo yes you know that you know that come on that's like a huge thing. Oh, I told you all he, I told you he's gonna beat me that's a lot that's how Machinima started 
Yeah. I thought Red versus Blue was like a YouTube thing. It is. John Lugazamo and Bob Hoskins portray Mario, Super Mario Bros. <laughs> they portrayed Super Mario Brothers, the movie. <laughs> All right, finish the question. <laughs> portrayed which video game brothers? Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I said that. Just you're like right there. I said both of you were right there. I said I Super Mario Brothers. Just the Super Mario Mario Brothers? and Luigi. Thank you. Oh. Okay. God, I was like, <laughs> the Mario Brothers. Yeah. The Mario Brothers. It's like, <laughs> their names. Is the things reset? Yes, the things are reset. Both right. of you are glowing. What is the most expensive video game made to date? Made? Made. To like date. the budget go that went into the production of it? Yeah, the most expensive video game ever made. Right now. Um. Big time game. THG. Warzone. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it shows. <laughs> I wasn't saying that they used the money. They just made the money. <laughs> Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Cyberpunk. Massive game that just keeps reinventing itself and as time has oh, gone Oh, Minecraft. On. No. Oh. Big multiplayer. Yeah. All kinds of wacky stuff. Battlefield? No. Grand Theft Auto. Five. Yes. Okay. <laughs> If we guess enough, one of us is going to get it. Yep. <laughs> this is slowly turning into a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm not going to win. It's, it's six to five or six to one. I was like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good to me. <laughs> was I missing something? To you? I got to draw it on the next page because I ran out of space. I told you when it came to games, I texted you and told you those are the things I am familiar with. That's it. <laughs> right. What is the best selling handheld gaming system to date? Game Boy. Advance. No. Uh, DS. Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you were close. Ish. <laughs> I was in the ballpark. In original arcade Donkey Kong, what was the name of the character who would be known as Mario? Oh, man. The plumber guy. <laughs> no. It's dumb. It is it's dumb. It's incredibly dumb. I remember, I remember reading this a long time ago. I can't remember. I have no idea. <sighs> Jump, man. Ah, yep. Yep. Okay. Boy. <laughs> All right. Buzzer's good. Nintendo owns two of the most popular gaming franchises of all time. The Okay. <laughs> well, I thought I was good until you said the... And about to change something to the question. I was going to say Nintendo and Sega, but I don't know. <laughs> you, you weren't even listening to what I was saying, so... We'll try this again. Oh, I was ready. Can you just keep finish the question? Nintendo owns two of the most popular gaming franchises of all time. The net worth of these two equal the combined total of the remaining eight franchises in the top ten. What are they? Of the eight franchises? Mario and Sonic. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, Mario and Zelda. No. Okay. The two big franchises for Nintendo. You're asking what the two big franchises are. Yes. That's Pokemon and Mario. Yes. Oh, darn it. You're right. Uh, I should have. I forgot about Pokemon. Mitch, breathing signs of life. Mm-hmm. Grasping for straws. <laughs> In Minecraft, what is a group of Endermen called? Ender people. No. <laughs> Endo people. No. 
The Indos. No. Uh, beginning men? Beginning men? Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> there's a bunch of crows. It's like a murder of yeah, crows. I, get it. I don't it's know. It's the same kind of thing. I don't know. Like, can I phone my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know there was a, a such thing as Me a group either. of them. Until I read yeah. it, I thought it was like, a, it apparently it's a big deal. It's called a haunting of Enderman. All right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what U.S. president was asked and declined to voice the in-game president in Fallout 3? Hmm. Bill Clinton. Yes. <laughs> it was just a guess. Good guess, Mitch. Good, je- good guess. Well done, sir. I know who did voice the president. Can I count? No. Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> What was the first console to have internal memory? Uh, you don't know this. Atari. Nope. No. Nintendo. No. Yes. No. Zelda was the first game that had internal the memory. The console. The first gaming console. GameCube? No. Oh. Sega. Genesis. Sega. Not the Genesis. Oh. Dreamcast. No. <laughs> Sega. Was it CD? Sega, no. Sa- not Saturn. Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn. It's the, it's the Sega Saturn. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing out things till it sticks. <laughs> say, say stuff. Things. Words. <laughs> the the Hayden way of winning. <laughs> just blurting things out until you got it. What is the name of the planet that is home to the game Gears of War? Oh God, Locust Grove. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have no idea. No, Locust something. I haven't played Gears since the first game. Sarah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. How sweet. Some guy named it after his ex girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Magnet infested people. Yeah. In 2011, what popular streaming service was launched? Gamefly? No. Popular. 2011 popular streams. streaming service was launched. Oh, Game Pass? No. Um, PlayStation the, Network. The buzzers are set, right? The PlayStation I'm just going to say this: We're on it. Oh, Xbox Live. No. Uh. <laughs> I said his answer. He doesn't know now. <laughs> I was like, Xbox Live has been out since like way before yeah. 2000. Like that's what I thought too, but. Uh, Streaming service. Yeah, what does Netflix have anything to do? No games. Streaming <laughs> games. Steam. No. Oh. You can go on there and stream yourself. Twitch. Play. Thank you. Oh. Oh. God. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> 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 yelling at the two of you, and you're like, <laughs> "Don't yell at me." I was expecting like how many rupees make a purple rupee. And I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> well, I can say you're still winning. Yeah. What video game is taken so seriously in South Korea? It's officially recognized as a StarCraft Two. Yeah, StarCraft. Oh. I've never even heard of StarCraft. <laughs> it was a big deal. We just talked about it. Yeah. First gameplay in space. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. that's the same. Okay. What is the highest grossing movie based on a video game? Detective Pikachu. Yes. I, I need uh, movie stuff. I can get, I can work that out. <laughs> What movie franchise influenced the creation of Doom? Uh, 
we talked about it on this I know. episode. Uh, on this episode? Moments, minutes ago, we discussed this. Minutes. We did? Star Wars. Nope. All right. What movie franchise did we just talk about earlier? Dude, I have to ask you at the end of the at the of the episode to write it down so I can put it on the the website thing. I don't remember. You, we talked. This was today. This was an, <laughs> I, I don't know. Aliens. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah, aliens. Uh, that God, makes that makes sense. This is angry trivia. <laughs> was it was it your thing? Because I wasn't listening. You're, <laughs> no, no you. Was, okay. <laughs> I didn't know it was based off of that. I just messed with you. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Get so mad about. I didn't know Doom was based off of aliens. <laughs> but I'm like, we talked about it. This uh, we're just moving on. All right. Last question. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> what is the name of the final course of all Mario Kart video games? Rainbow Road. Yes. Hayden has won 12, Mario Kart. 12 to 3. I haven't played Mario Kart since Super Nintendo. I think I have the and highest it, score in trivia history. No, I've gotten 12 before. Oh, darn it. <laughs> I told you I was going to lose. Is there another question? That's it. You sure? Yes. All right, darn. That was 21 questions. Right, you could have just told me. We could have skipped all this. And you could have just told me what my punishment was. Let me find Mitch's punishment. No, I enjoyed the, you know, the pummeling you. That was a lot of fun. This would be like... Having trivia about Ninja Turtles with, between me and Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> or like Lord of the Rings, me versus the two of yeah. you. <laughs> you have to watch. You have to watch. Italian Spider-Man. <laughs> All right. This is a real thing. I'm just picturing Spider-Man with like a mustache over the mask. Believe it or not, it's a Bollywood film, I think. Oh, my oh. oh, my God. I know that there's like dancing and stuff. Oh, I feel bad for you now. I'm sorry, Mitch. Did I say you won? I meant Mitch won. <laughs> Put my glasses on so I can see this. Sneak thing. preview. And it's called it. Italian Spider-Man. He's got like a tarantula. How old is this thing? I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. <laughs> like and somebody sharp the zoom in on the mustache. <laughs> I know. It's like a Colombian film. Do they even have English? I don't know. That's your problem now. <laughs> a lucha, a, a masked wrestler holding a snake. She did. Oh, oh, oh. Have you ever seen that? Now you know where that's from. Like I freaked out. He's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> He's just gonna like flick it in some kid's face to go off web sling. I can already tell you my review. I have no idea what was going on. <laughs> I just like they sharpie the spider on his chest. The zoom in. All right. Yeah. The, oh. You just punched her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Right before I cut it off, you just jacked her in the face. <laughs> this might not be as bad as you think it is. All right. Well, there you go. What an episode. Well, uh, if you enjoyed that, please let us know. Or if you didn't, please let Mitch know <laughs> um, on any of our social media. Gee, thanks. And if you have any ideas for trivia. If you enjoyed angry trivia. <laughs> if you enjoyed Tom melting down <laughs> yelling about us not getting his the BS best, questions. The best part is he would ask the same question 
more intently yeah. like that was gonna help. He's like a PE he's like a PE teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm emphasizing words like we just talked about it minutes ago. Yelling isn't helping. <laughs> so uh by by any means, uh, if you got some trivia that you think would be cool for us to talk about, uh get on our website. Or anything in, in general, a uh, movie or uh, video game you want us to review or discuss, uh, Mitch's website, which is... EntertainThisPodcast.com. There you go. Brum, brum, brum. Well, that's it for today's episode. Until next time, goodbye from me, Hayden. Goodbye from... Mitch, bye. Goodbye from... Tom. Goodbye. I knew I was going to lose that before we even started. <laughs> 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 it's like yelling, Hayden's like...